So um, last February, <laughs> I was sitting in my living room talking to the Lord, and um, he said, write this down because this is going to be your first word. So I was like, okay. And he said, um, don't give the enemy a platform. And so uh, that was really what was, that whole song was basically saying, you know, we have the authority over the enemy. And um, when we turn it over to him, we give him a platform. And um, so I just wanted to read this one verse. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So um, after that, it was like um, Pastor Johnny had said one time, uh, when do you get to tell your testimony? And I was thinking, yeah, everybody has, you know, things in their life, you know, growing up. And nothing really big that I didn't go through that other people haven't went through. So... I never really was one for um, a victim mentality kind of thing, you know, like it is what it is, and I lived through it, and I survived, and I'm just going to keep going. But um, little did I know that I was going to have a new testimony. And so um, I asked the Lord, what am I going to talk about? And so he said, I want you to tell your testimony from the last year. So I said, um, Okay, and so here it goes. It's like last May I was watching YouTube, and um, I came across the deliverance ministry and started watching it, and as a lady on that show was being delivered from a demon, I manifested a demon by the sound of the, ma the voice on the, uh, the person with the anointing, and it was like a nightmare after that. Because once they reveal themselves, <laughs> they're not going to hide anymore, you know. And so I went through a lot of torture and torment. And, you know, I dealt with them slinging me around and moving my head and my jaw and just basically just tormenting me all, all the time and on my mind. And, of course, you know, I immediately, like, I was scared in fear and um then of course I was like oh my god who's gonna believe me about this and then um then I was like who's gonna be one or be around me you know knowing that I have all of this on me you know so I was going through all of that and so um I reached out to my niece because she's a woman of God and I had her pray with me well, the demons literally laughed at her and mocked her. And and so she just was kind of like that scripture. I know Jesus, I know Paul, but who are you kind of thing when she would pray with me. And um, so I just was like, okay, what do I do now? So I reached out to Pastor Johnny and Karen and they prayed with me and after that, I was still being tormented. And um, so I was like, okay, I got to get in front of this guy that started all this mess, you know. 
like I was watching his show and manifested a demon and then I was like he can help me you know and so I wanted to get in front of him but it was impossible because he's you know all over the place but um so <laughs> I got a appointment with his wife and after an hour on a video a FaceTime video I was still being tormented by demons and um so um we had the fall festival here and um I had talked to Sandy that day and she was like well you know Annie and Veronica are in uh deliverance I was like no I didn't know that under Daniel Adams and I was like wow He's the one that started all this mess. No, I'm kidding, you know. But uh, I was watching his video, and that's when it started. And so, um, to shorten it, I went through three deliverances. And, um, and on the last one, the Lord spoke to me at the end of it. And he said, do not doubt that I delivered you today, and do not be double-minded. So after that, I was still battling demons <laughs> because I doubted. And um, I didn't truly believe that I was delivered that day when the Lord told me that I was. And so the enemy was able to come back in and, you know, continue to torment me. And so uh, the whole time I was praying, crying out to God, wanting to know why I was going through this because... I believed if his word said it, it was true. But I was in doubt and double-mindedness and didn't trust his word and um, in living in fear the whole time, speaking the word over my life. And so um, he kind of brought me to the scripture, and it says, The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things so no fruit is produced. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as he had planted. And so, of course, I realized right then that I was the one that let the enemy come and steal my word. And um, I wasn't truly believing what I, th I thought I was believing, the Lord's word. And so... Um, I have a couple of scriptures I want to read. He says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. And in John 14, he says, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. And then the last one is like, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. And so I just kept seeking help from others and praying. And one morning, 
I was being attacked and I got angry. And I said, Father, I thought you said we have authority over the enemy. Because Luke 10, 19 says that. And, um, and he says, I said, you, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. So I came to church that day mad. <laughs> and Pastor Johnny got up from the drums that morning and said, Wendy, God said you do have the authority. You've always had the authority. Little, he didn't know that I'd had a conversation with the Lord before I came, but the Lord had you know, obviously you know, put it on his heart to say that. And so I had um, continued to pray, cry out, and seek prayers from anyone who I thought could help me until one day he said, I'm your source. If you focus on him, you can't see me. So I started focusing on him and worshiping him and praising him every time the enemy would come. As he says, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And as the days went by, I dug into scripture to speak over my mountain because he would tell me, speak to the mountain. And every day the attacks would get less and less and I could hear him more clearly. He would be stern with me and say, use the authority I gave you. And one day he said, I want you to get Matthew deep down inside. And I said, what's so special about Matthew? He said, nothing. You'll find my son there. And so, in Matthew, he demonstrated throughout the Bible, he showed us that we have all power over the enemy. And I, reme I remember reading about the demon-possessed man, and um, he runs to him, and he says, um, you know, what is your name? And that's the only time in the Bible that Jesus asked a demon's name. And he said, Legion, we are many. And he said, okay, go. Threw them into the pigs. When I was reading that, the Lord gave me a revelation, and he said, it doesn't matter what their name is or how many there are, they're going in my name. And so at that moment, yeah, and he says, use your authority. And so I started using my authority, and I started being bold and speaking the word and declaring, and they would come, and I would, like, no, I don't come into agreement with you. You have no power. You're my footstool. And I would continue to do that, and... Um, course the enemy's not going to stop attacking us because that's what he's going to do for, for you know the rest of the time we're here but um, really what he wanted to convey is he gave us power and authority over the enemy here on earth you know in in <laughs> Genesis 1 he says 
Let us make humans being in our own image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. And in Revelations 5, he says, I have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. And so there's a lot of details in crying that I left out because there was a lot. <laughs> but um, he really wanted me to say, just focus on him and seek him and use his word against the enemy. Then we will be the church without spot, wrinkle, and blemish. And then in Psalm 34, this was one of the scriptures that really helped me. And it says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me and he freed me from all my fears. And so that's pretty much the last 13 months of my life. So, um, But now I run them out of my house. And the Lord was really doing something with me. And I never could understand why I was going through all that, but now I do. Because it made me stronger. Um, and it made me depend on him more and seek him more. And um, to learn that we don't have to let the enemy rule our life. So um, that's pretty much they uh and and the last thing is is i know when the demons are around me now so i can say bye get out get out of my house and um i guess that's what the good thing that i pulled out of it because i can be sitting in my living room and i just feel the darkness come in there and i'm like uh-uh you're not welcome here so you can there's the door you can leave and so, but that's really what was on his heart. Um, I remember one morning we were here praying, interceding, and the Lord spoke through me, and he said, use the authority that I gave you. And I really feel like that's what he wants the body to know, that we have been tormented and tortured by the enemy for way too long because we don't have to be, you know, um, and if we just look to him as our source. And, and, and all of that, he was telling me, you know, he, he, somebody, you know, he could have let someone pray with me and, and delivered me. But that wasn't his plan. He really wanted me to go through that so I would depend on him and seek him and um, make him your source. And so that's all I have. <laughs> that was so good uh, yeah that was awesome Wendy thank you for just being vulnerable and, and transparent I love how, uh, how there's freedom in Jesus but it's like your breakthrough came when you came out of partnership with the lie and you know got into partnership with the truth you know and I think about how Jesus said you know, uh, the truth will make you free. Know the truth, the truth will make you free. And it's like, if we don't know his heart, if we don't know what truth is, like if we don't know the word of God, like we will, 
a, a lie will come and we'll believe it. Like we'll, we'll partner with it just like that. And so it's so important to keep your gaze on him, to keep your eyes on him, on his word. And that way we do know like, hey, that way when the enemy comes at us with those things, those lies, it's not like, no, no, I, I know a truth and that this isn't truth. I think about um, how bankers, and my husband's used this example before, and it just it really helped me, but they feel money constantly all day long. And so anytime there's a counterfeit, like they feel like, hey, this feels different. You know, and I think that whenever we fill ourselves up with so much truth, like when we hear, have thoughts, and it's like, wait, that's, that's not my father's voice. Like that's not my father's heart. And I think it like, I think like when you said at the, at the end where you're saying like, just keep your eyes on him like focus on him i think that really is key to walking in victory to living in victory is keeping our gaze on him and uh we're just such a a worship culture house here and so it's like his just keeping our eyes on him is kind of just like i don't know a thing here <laughs> and so i really felt that but um yeah i just honor your transparency and your your vulnerability and um and if you're here today and you're like, man, that, that resonates in my heart. I feel like we could all probably say, like, hey, I've been there. I've been there. I know I have. I kind of opened up on Sunday. And it's like the only power that the enemy has over us is the lies that he can get us to believe. Right? If, if he throws something out of us and as soon as like, we, we believe it, it's like doom and gloom. There it is. But it's like as soon as we're able to like come out of partnership with that and partner with the truth, it's almost like a light comes on. And so if you are there in that place right now, um, which may, maybe you're not, maybe you are, um, I believe that, you know, somebody is for the Lord to give you that word. But if that's you, I just want to add on to her encouragement because that was really just awesome. But And just let you know, like, you don't have to, like, continue to go around the same mountain over and over, you know. Uh, just partner with truth, you know, freedom is in the truth <laughs> and Jesus is the truth and so uh, with that being said we're, we're, we'll close don't forget there's cake I know that's a big thing here <laughs> cake culture but um, but father we just thank you Jesus we thank you that you are the way you're the life you are the truth and father we just choose to partner with you Lord Father, if there's any areas of our heart, Lord, where, where we are currently partnering with lies, Lord, I just pray that you would just show, those, show us those parts in our heart, Lord. Maybe we're in agreement with thoughts that aren't your thoughts about us. Maybe we're in agreement with, with thoughts that doesn't show that you are a good father or you have a hope in a future for us, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would just illuminate, illuminate those lies in our heart, Lord, so that we can come out of partnership with them, Lord. And that we can just claim truth for our life, Lord. So, Jesus, we just thank you for this word. We thank you for freedom. We thank you for freedom, Jesus. That we're not bound when we're in partnership with you, Lord. And so, Lord, I just ask that you bless every individual here, Lord. I pray that they, they come to know you even more and even more rightly after this night, Lord. So, God, we just give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.